Hey, everybody. My name is Sarah R., and I'm the Associate Pastor for Youth and Young Adults at Preston Hollow Presbyterian Church. And I'm so glad you're joining us today. I'm going to reflect a little bit on um, our Palm Sunday text, which is Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. For many, this will probably be a familiar text. It's the text of Palm Sunday. So Jesus is outside of the city of Jerusalem, and he asks a couple of his disciples to go into the city of Jerusalem and to find a colt or a donkey that has never been ridden before and to bring it back to Jesus. And Jesus says, if anybody asks you, why are you doing this, to just respond and say, the Lord needs it and we'll send it back immediately. So these two disciples go off and find a donkey, just as Jesus has said, and as they are untying it, some of the bystanders say to them, you know, why are you doing this? And they say, Jesus needs it. And so these incredibly trusting bystanders let them go. And so they bring the donkey back to Jesus and they throw their cloaks on the donkey and Jesus sits on the donkey and processes into Jerusalem. And as Jesus does this, people begin to spread their cloaks, their jackets on the road, and they grab leafy branches, we often imagine palms, and they spread those on the road, and they sing this chant, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus winds through the city of Jerusalem and eventually gets to the temple and looks out at everything, and then he leaves for the night. So that's the text. It's the text we read every year at Palm Sunday. It's the beginning of the end, the beginning of Jesus's final week. We hear this this text every year as we wave palm branches in celebration. However, when we take time to actually slow down and sit with the text, there are a handful of details that just jump off the page for me. For example, I am struck by Jesus's pattern to send his disciples out in two. Jesus frequently asks challenging things of his disciples, but he never seems to ask them to go at it alone. And this text is no exception, and I love that. I also am struck by the note that the colt will have never been ridden. This is a small detail, but it's an important one because animals used for sacred acts were supposed to be clean. They were not supposed to have been used for manual labor, and so this small detail just reiterates the holiness of this powerful moment. Another detail that cannot be overlooked is how risky and radical both Jesus' actions and the actions of the crowd are. Here's what I mean. Processionals like this one had historically been reserved for government officials and war heroes. Jesus was neither of those things, and yet the people treat him as much. This is likely going to ruffle some feathers for Caesar. To make matters even more significant, 150 years prior to this moment, a Jewish war hero by the name of Simon had processed into Jerusalem after a battle that helped secure Israel's peace. And the people at that time responded with a conqueror's parade, throwing palm branches and coats into the street, and singing this same shout of Hosanna. Records say that Simon's parade and Jesus's parade look almost identical, which makes me wonder if the people at that time were hoping for a military win against Rome. It makes me wonder if the people in Jerusalem 
We're responding with a familiar historical response in hopes that Jesus would be a brute military leader. And yet Jesus could not have surprised them more. So when we ask ourselves, why is this text significant? I think it's significant in many ways. But the radical nature of this moment lays the groundwork for the crucifixion. Before appreciating the complex political layers of this story, this parade might simply appear an indication of the people's love and appreciation for Jesus. That's certainly what I was taught as a child. However, when you take into consideration how politically risky this was with the echoes of previous military parades, we are able to see that Palm Sunday was Jesus making an intentional statement that likely served as the tipping point for his arrest and murder. In this parade, Jesus accepts the title of Messiah and peacefully challenges the empire of the day. So what do we do with that? Where do we go from here? There are many lessons we could learn from this text, but I think of two in particular. First, I notice that Jesus peacefully protested the oppression of the empire. He did not show brute force or act in violence as the people might have expected. Instead, he was peaceful, convicted, gentle, and intentional. And I think this is a challenging reminder for us that we are called to align ourselves with the message of the gospel instead of the message of an empire, and that from time to time that alignment might require bravery and some peaceful action. I also think this text can remind us that we are called to walk through challenging seasons together. Jesus sends his disciples out in a pair to retrieve the donkey, and then the disciples stick with him throughout the entire parade and into the night. So I think this text could remind us that we don't go through hard days alone. We don't challenge the empire alone. We need one another, especially when it comes to discernment around how to be people of faith. It's a familiar story, but it's a powerful one.